Hello, and welcome to Dancing with Disease, a podcast for and about people who move and sway around life with chronic illness. My name is Jerry Ugalda, and I'm the host of this podcast. Summer is here in the city of Toronto. We waited a long time, and it's been gorgeous. Literally since June 21st, first day of summer, it has said, you wanted it? Here it is. Also, since June 21st, I have been fighting a cold, and I can probably, you can probably still hear the remnants of the cold, and for that, I do apologize, but that is my reality. My reality is that when I get a cold, they don't go away quickly, and also, my breathing sounds more Darth Vader-ish. I recently did a video for one of the groups on Facebook that is dedicated to people with airway and tracheal issues and one of the participants says wow i can really hear it in your voice i guess that's what i sound like like wow it's really that bad like okay i don't actually care and it makes doing a podcast more challenging because i've wanted to say something for the last three weeks and i couldn't it was just too much i was also having struggles with breathing So I wasn't going to put out that kind of sound into the world. As I've said before, I do live in the core of Toronto. So right now I'm really aware of somebody revving their motorcycle in the back. And my goal for this podcast has always been to just stay in the moment and roll with it. Because every time I try to wait for a quiet moment in my life, between my airway, my children, and the garbage truck, it is not coming. Originally, I was going to talk about something super duper private and I'm still trying to get to that my marriage marriage is such a box of surprises because we all think we know what we are getting we all think we know who we are and I always say that marriage is the best way to find out who you are and what you're really made of but I'm still gonna let that one simmer a little bit longer because it's an important topic and I want to be able to capture enough things. Yesterday on a bike ride, something came to me and I wish I had known this 10 years ago. I'm running a children's camp right now. It's coincidentally all boys. Someone said, how do you run a boys camp? Like, did you say boys? And I said, no, the people that signed up are all boys and I happen to have two boys. So yes, I now have five boys in my summer day camp and it's fantastic. So I set it up as a bike camp and we cycle everywhere, and we basically cycle the parks and pools, and I said, listen folks, I'm not gonna be singing songs and doing crafts. This camp is about being outdoors and letting our kids be free and relaxed. There are no tight timelines. We're just gonna kind of move around. And so far it seems to be working. And what came to me in the middle of one of those rides yesterday while I'm shuttling these boys around and making sure my own son who's helping the lead, you know, isn't, isn't taking that a little bit too seriously because he really is only a year and a half older than the boys. I'm thinking I, I missed this part. In the majority of my life, I've struggled. So I missed how I can help others. And honestly, it's to the point where sometimes when I see somebody who I knew from high school, I wonder if I was nice to them. And I know that sounds like, what kind of person are you? Because I was so caught up in my struggles in hiding you know my almost 
poverty is strong, but we were very humble. Hiding my family drama that I'm not sure I really had time to reach a handout. Thankfully, I've had people say, no, you were so nice. You would help with this and that. But I know for a fact that up until, you know, probably teaching, that I didn't really think first of others. When you're living with chronic illness, you do become more self-absorbed because you have to. You have to see where you are in relation to where you were the day before. You are constantly assessing, does this feel better? Is this safe? Should I try this? Can I try this? I'm scared. What should I do? And nobody but you can decide that. It's tiring. It's frustrating. But if you want to live a quality life, it's the only thing you can do. But somewhere in there, when things calm down, if you can find a way and find a space to think, how can I help somebody else? It's going to make your own things seem so much less. So for the last two days, my entire focus has been on the road in front of me, the cars around me, if the kids are safe, if they're too close to each other. Like my mind is just scanning constantly. It, I forget in moments of the day that I have a sore throat. I forget that I have a disease, even though I'm looking at my medical bracelet because I'm so absorbed in making sure these children are safe. And that is where I want to go with the rest of my life. Creating this kids camp has been one of the coolest experiments. I didn't, you know, have any real parameters. Like I'm a teacher. I taught swimming forever. I know to take care of kids. Now they are 100% my responsibility. I've got them in the city. You know, I don't have a backup. I can't blow a whistle and someone comes running. I can't, you know, press a button and have the principal come upstairs. It's me. And it's just so wonderful to see what they're learning and giving them all the space and time to just enjoy summer and be kids. So that's the question. What can we do for others? How can we help other people in life, period? Never mind just the disease. That becomes a gigantic part of our personalities. And just the other day before bike ride, I posted a video to the airway group because I was feeling really strong and wanted to send out the message of positivity and hope. I didn't know that I'd be able to ride a bike with fast people again. I always felt that I could, but I would have loved for someone to tell me, look at this person. They have the exact same thing you do and they're climbing mountains. You will climb mountains again. And so that's one way that I try to share what I'm going with. That's very specific. And that's only related to the disease, which is not who any of us are. We are not just people that have diseases. So look into your life, look into things you love. Where in there can you share knowledge or time to help somebody learn more about that. I am literally helping these kids become little endurance cyclists. The first day of camp, 
they cycled almost 14 kilometers. They're eight years old and they're cycling and moving and jumping. And that's phenomenal. Parents often don't do that for their kids because they don't know what they're capable of. I have watched children since now 20, oh, 20 years, 20 years. Wow, 43. I've been, I've been lifeguarding since I was 23 years old. And you just see how they progress and how they're pushed. And you give them the time to be frustrated and annoyed and then, you know, recollect and go again. They're way more resilient. And when you don't make such a big deal of it, you know, they're like, oh, Jerry, I'm tired. Like, okay, we're going to stop in five minutes. But I don't, you know, continue to question what it feels like. And are you okay? Yeah, they're okay. They just told you they're tired. So look into your life. It doesn't just have to be from your job. I don't get, I don't, you know, I'm not a cyclist by trade, but it is my passion. And being able to share that with little people. My heart is so full. I've been waking up this whole week at six o'clock in the morning because I'm excited about camp. Also because I want the quiet time in the morning. But that being able to share that with people is amazing. So what can you share? What do you love to do? Gardening, drawing, crochet. Do you know some cool apps or technology? Go find a group that needs your extra time. Go ask parents in your community if you can start a little club for their kids. Go to the local library, put up a poster. People, the world needs your time, energy, talent, excitement, enthusiasm. And guess who else needs it? You do. I do. I am more excited about camp, I think, than these kids. I cannot stop smiling. The joy that I feel from doing something that I love with other people is just so huge. It's really on par with the high I get from running and from cycling with strong athletes. So whatever it is you love to do, find a way that you can share that. And that will start to or continue to keep you in that happy space. There's lots of science around keeping your vibration high, vibration high, sorry. And what that does for your thinking and what that does for your health. You can do that for yourselves. You can create your own good energy just by doing something you love. Little bits at a time. Obviously, you don't have to dedicate a whole week to teaching somebody to ride a bike around a city. You can volunteer for an hour or two a week. Most of us with chronic illness reach a point where we can find the patterns. So work around those patterns. Maybe you know that you have more energy in the morning just like I do. I would not volunteer for something after 4 p.m., which is why my camp ends at 4 p.m. My energies go down. I get grumpy if I get tired and I just need to regroup. So find your space, community centers, libraries, churches, hospitals. Maybe the airport needs a welcoming committee in a language that you speak, which happens to be rare in your area. You can do it. You can find that thing that you love and share it with somebody and it will pull you into the energy and feeling excitement again. Because when you're so scared for so long, you forget that you're allowed to be happy. 
you think that just being pain-free and just being able to do your regular routines of taking care of yourself, that's all you should be able to ask for. No, you are allowed to be happy. You deserve to be happy. And when you're happy and energized, you're going to be in a better state. Your body will start to get stronger and stronger. And it continues to ricochet. You send out love into the world and energy and positivity, and it comes back to you. So that's something I definitely wish I'd learned when I was struggling throughout my childhood and high school and early university years. That if I had just looked around a little bit more, I might have seen somebody who was struggling too. And maybe together we could lift each other up. As we all say, it's never too late. Start today, start now, sit down with a piece of paper, write down all the things you love. Or if you're like me, they're so obvious, you don't have to write them down. And you just have to look around you and say, where am I going to start? You will be blown away by the feeling of joy that will just pulse through you and give you more energy and excitement than you have felt in years. With that, I'm going to get the coffee brewing. I'm also working on my memoir before I leave for camp. And again, I'm just really excited to wake up these mornings. Because I'm a teacher, I get summers off, and I'm not wasting one second. If you need anything, if you are in a place of fear or despair, please reach out. You can always reach me at jerryugaldecoaching at gmail.com. I do have a coaching package, but I'm also a human being, and I'm very happy to chat with you for a few moments to put together some strategies so that you can work toward having the life that you know that you deserve. As always, continuous healing and enjoy these summer days.